everyone. It's your boy Colin. Today is Tuesday, June 7th, and today is going to be part two of our episode series with 10-Minute Football. Dylan Bud, how are we doing today, Dylan? Uh, it's another day, my friend. It's another day. How are you? Doing pretty good. You know, summer break. We're just kind of chilling. Got nothing to do. Got to sleep in today. And if you guys haven't seen yesterday's episode, uh, go watch that one and then come back to this because yesterday we did we ranked all the starting quarterbacks from number 32 all the way down to 17. So yesterday's episode, I would say it was a little bit more negative because, you know, the back half of the starting QBs, we were throwing shade at those guys. Today, it's going to be a little more uplifting. We're talking about quarterback 16 all the way to number one. But before we get into that, Dylan, you have you've given yourself the moniker Bud Stradamus. And that's because you make some some pretty interesting predictions right now. The NBA finals are going on. If I'm not wrong, you predicted the finals teams, correct? I did, in fact, predict the NBA Finals teams. I um, It's something I started not too long ago because I've made some different sports predictions that sound absolutely absurd, and I've been right on the money. So I figured, <laughs> you know, I'd get a little cocky with it. So I started up the idea of Bud Stradamus, and I predicted that it would be Celtics-Warriors at the beginning of the NBA playoffs, and here we are now in the NBA Finals, Celtics-Warriors. So I figured I'd keep my streak going, and for all of you listeners out there, I have the Warriors in six. Game three is taking place tomorrow night. Series is tied up 1-1. I can't wait to see the Celtics crowd because the last time the Celtics were in the finals, I was not old enough to be watching it. I know the Celtics have some pretty diehard fans, so I think it's going to be really cool to see them cheering on their team. Um before the season last year, uh, it was right when last year's finals ended, we saw the Bucks take down Phoenix. I made a super, super early prediction, and I said it was going to be Heat versus Mavericks, and I was so close. Both teams made their respective conference finals, but both teams lost. So, Dylan, we're making – I know this season's not even over yet, but I want you to make an extra, extra early one-year-in-advance prediction for the 2023 finals. Who do you got? Oh, good Lord. You got to give me some time to think here. All right. I, um... I've been thinking. I'll give you some time to think. I know who I want. In the Eastern Conference, you've got teams like the 76ers. You've got teams like the Bucks. You've got teams like the Heat. But the team that I think will be representing the Eastern Conference in the finals will uh-huh. be none other than <clears throat> the Chicago Bulls. You've got to be shitting it me. It is the Bulls' year, baby. And Zach Levine is going to be gone. Over there in the Western Conference. Oh, we're getting Rudy Gobert. Come on. Over there in the Western Conference – is a team from up north, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I, I love what Anthony Edwards is going on. I, <laughs> no, they're in the east. I love what Cat is doing. I think he's a top three center in the league, uh, just behind Embiid and Jokic. Uh, I love Anthony Edwards. Obviously, I think he is the best rookie from the 2021 or 2020 class, better than the Lamelo. I like D'Angelo Russell. I like the dynamic that they have going. Uh, they, they drew a tough round one matchup this year with uh, the two seed uh, Memphis. I think if they get a better seed next year, they have a very solid shot at making a deep playoff run. So the 2023 NBA Finals, according to Colstradamus, will be the Bulls against the Timberwolves. Okay. Well, I know I'm going to be wrong on this one, but I know I'm not going to be as wrong as you. So <laughs> a little less wrong. More comfort here. Uh, throw around some Eastern Conference teams for me real quick. Uh, you got the Raptors, you've got the Celtics, the, t- t- uh, not the Timberwolves, the Bulls, Heat, Bucks, um, the Pistons. <laughs> um, uh, uh, give me the Heat and the Eastern Conference. How about the Western Conference? Western Conference, there's the Warriors, there's the Lakers, Clippers, Mavericks, Grizzlies, which is weird because they're in Tennessee. Timberwolves, uh, the Jazz, the Nuggets. The Western Conference is kind of loaded. Uh, give me the Heat and what the fuck? Give me the Nuggets. Ooh, Jokic. I like it. You think he Jokic goes, and Jamal goes, Murray, MPJ coming back. I like very, Jamal very Murray. bold. I'm not going to post that one because, like I said, I know I'm wrong, but it's okay. I'm not as wrong as you are. Well, it's not that embarrassing, though, because we're doing it so far in advance. It's very low risk, high reward type of thing. True, true. So, I've got Timberwolves, Bulls. Dylan has Heat versus Nuggets. Maybe Jokic yeah, that sounds three. about right. Jokic might be going for three MVPs in a row. Oh, yeah. It's so unusual how good he is. 
Yeah, and he looks like just your random dad off the block. Yeah, it's very, very funny. All right, getting into the main portion of today's episode. We are doing uh, 16 through 1 quarterbacks. So we left off with my number 17 spot, who was Jameis Winston. And Dylan's 17 spot was... Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, who I do not like. I had him at 26. Dylan actually gave uh, his 16 spot. And if I was listening back to yesterday's episode, and I believe that both my number 32 and number 31 quarterbacks haven't been set on your list yet. I had Mariota at 32 and Trey Lance at 31. Did, did you say Trey's name yet? Uh, I have not. I have said Trey's name yet. I have. Um, I had him at 20. Okay. Year. But it's, it's so weird that I have, I have Mariota at 32, and he's at your number 16 guy. So I'll let you start us off. Number 16, Marcus Mariota. Let me hear your reasoning behind this because it is not a good take. Well, as Cole said, number 16, I have Marcus Mariota because I, you know, I am just a believer in this guy. I think when he's on, he's on, and he's going to be really, really good. He's going to be red hot. To start off, he might be like a Sam Darnold, but I don't, I don't think he's going to fall off the cliff as much. But I think he's going to give us a really hot start. I know my friend Nick Darwish is going to like this one. I, I know he likes Marcus Mariota. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I think I have a lot of belief in Marcus Mariota. I think this, you know, is right in between his floor and his ceiling, and he could be even better. It's not even – in my opinion, it's not even a situation like Trey Lance where he could be good, but I just don't think he will. I just think I – I think there's no chance that Marcus Mariota is a good quarterback. Yeah, but Mariota came in to be the starter, and then they drafted um, – what's his face? Matt Corral, was it? Ritter. Ritter. Desmond Ritter. They drafted Desmond Ritter, so I don't know. It could uh, – I was about to say it could be like a Rodgers-Jordan-Love thing, but he's not going to win back-to-back MVPs. He <laughs> gets – he can still yes- be good. He can be solid, but I don't think he's going to be that good. In yesterday's episode, I asked you how many games did you think Geno Smith was going to start for Seattle. I'll ask you the same question here. How many games does Mariota start for the Falcons in 2022? Uh, bold take, hashtag Buttstradamus. I think he starts all of them, unless he gets hurt. Interesting. I, I Actually, I see the same thing, but this is Ritter's team uh, 2023 and beyond. I, I like him a lot. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, my number 16 spot, I think I'm going to say this guy's name kind of early, uh, Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not a okay. huge believer in him. He's very short. <laughs> <laughs> you start off with his height? Come on now. He's very short. I think he throws a lot of interceptions. And we've seen year after year that he he's not had the ability to put together a full, complete, good season. He has some decent stretches, specifically towards the start of the year. Last year we saw it. He's looking like the MVP, I would say, through week seven or week eight, and then oh, yeah. fell off the face of the earth. Now, you can blame that on DeAndre Hopkins getting hurt. Um, but, you know, he had other weapons. He had James Conner, who he could hand the ball off to a lot. He didn't do that. I mean, who he had A.J. Green, who's okay. He had Christian Kirk, who's okay. But I just don't think he gets the job done at the end of the day. Uh, some guys' names I haven't said yet. Tua, I haven't said. Stafford. I think Kyler Murray is with worse than all of these guys. Shout out to Casey, Casey Tyrell, who's a big Cardinals fan. Uh, this guy is not deserving of an extension. I think he's a good NFL quarterback. That's why I put him at number 16, but he is not a top 10 quarterback like most people think. Yeah, I've, I'm going to agree with that. Kyler Murray's coming up on mine as well. So we just kicked it off with number 16. I'm going to have you take the lead once again. And your number 15 guy is? My number 15 guy is a guy that you've already said, and I'm honestly surprised you said his name yesterday, Kirk Cousins. A lot of people, I I really do or die with this guy. A lot of people think he's great. A lot of people think that he sucks. The notorious roast on him is that he's not very good on Monday Night Football. He actually did win his first Monday Night Football game I believe it was last year, the year before, and of course it was against the Bears. I was going to say it was uh, against Chicago, wasn't it? Yeah, and the main argument against him is that he just doesn't perform well with all the weapons that he's given, and, and that's true, honestly. He has Justin Jefferson, he has Adam Thielen, he has a great running back backfield, and Dalvin Cook, and Madison is serviceable when he gets the opportunities. Uh, yeah. He had Kyle Rudolph for a majority of his time in Minnesota. Now he has Irv Smith, who I think is pretty solid. 
He has KJ Osborne, who kind of burst onto the scene. I feel like a lot of people forgot about him. He's surrounded with all these weapons and yet still misses out on the playoffs. I think that narrative is going to change this year because Green Bay and Chicago got worse. I think this is Minnesota's division. Some people have them as a sleeper Super Bowl team. I don't want to go that far, but I think Kirk Cousins can lead this team to the playoffs. I think they lead him. He leads them into a division title. Um, what? I I think they're they're good enough to beat Green Bay. I'm a decent believer in Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's my number fifteen spot, better than Kyler Murray. You heard it. I think they can get close, but I don't think he wins the division over Green Bay. You think he's a wild wild card spot? Uh, I can see a wild card spot, but he'll be second for sure. Detroit will be a close third, and then Chicago's going to just fall Distant off. fourth. No, I agree. I'm a Bears fan, but, you know, a lot of times I speak with my heart. This time, I cannot do it. The Bears roster is just not very good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. As for nine, my number 15, we were talking about Chicago. I have Justin Fields, the quarterback wow. of Chicago State. I know you put him a lot, lot lower, and you're the Bears fan. I'm the Packer fan, so this does sound like an interesting narrative, but – I'm not going to sell him off yet because his team around him is absolutely disgusting. Yes, he did have Allen Robinson last year but and David Montgomery, but Robinson's gone. They didn't have that much of a connection either way. His receivers are, like I said yesterday, both of his receivers, starting receivers right now are like 5'10". <laughs> No his big targets to throw to. His offensive line is absolutely atrocious. His defense can't, you know – at least hold down a fort. A can't line. guard the pass. Yeah, they can't guard the pass at all. And um, I think they're going to get better defensive-wise, but I I don't know. I Fields does not have that good of a team around him, so we, I don't think I can sell him off just yet. And I agree with what you said, that the Bears are going to be better defensively. Uh, we brought in a new GM. We brought in a new head coach, a lot of new coordinators. Um, and I, I love what Ryan Poles, the Bears' new GM, did. He knew he recognized that we had a problem in our secondary, and he went and attacked it. We had we did not have a first round pick this year. We lost that to New York in the Justin Fields trade that we saw in last year's draft. But we had two second round picks. We had our second round pick, and then the Los Angeles Chargers second round pick we uh, that we received in the Khalil Mack trade. And yeah. in that in uh with that round we we selected cornerback Kyler, Kyler Gordon, Gordon out wasn't of Washington. It? Yeah. And then a few picks later, we drafted safety Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State. I love that Poles recognized that we had a glaring issue, and he went and solved it. I just would have liked to see Fields get a little bit more weapons. So, again, you know, with my heart, I, I really want Justin Fields to succeed, and I think the best chance of that uh, is giving him some young weapons. But, it, you know, we're not going to win football games if teams are dropping 50-yard bombs on us every game. So I, sure. like, I like that we – attacked that issue and now your secondary is going to be a little bit better because on opposite sides of the field you have Jalen Johnson and then Kyler Gordon and your secondary I mean Eddie Jackson is solid he's I'm, great I love I'm clo- uh, I'm close to signing him off as a one-year wonder not gonna lie 2018 man that was a great 2018, year that was a hell of a year for you guys and then who's your free safety no you're strong isn't it Tashawn Bris- well he was last year yeah Oh, yeah. Okay. That's probably Brister. Yeah. So, I don't know. Bears are an interesting team, but either way, I still think they suck. It's either they suck a little bit or they suck a lot. Talking about teams with good secondaries, the Miami Dolphins, they got Javon Holland, they got Xavier Howard, and their quarterback on the center is Tua Tungo-Vailoa, my number 14 spot. I think Tua is better than Kirk, better than Kyler. You had him all the way down at, what, 30, 29? 30, Yeah. I love Tua, big believer in Tua. You were you were kind of making fun of him. He can't throw the deep ball. And, you know, he he's not the best deep ball passer, but he's got some good weapons this year. He's got a new head coach. Um, I think him and Tua are going to have a really good connection. Him and Jalen Waddle are going to have a good collection. Actually, I think that Jalen Waddle is going to turn into a Devo-like role. New head coach Mike McDaniel even said that he would add J- – or talking to all fantasy owners, he would say – he said – I would have Jalen Waddle on my fantasy team. So, you know, you're getting it straight from the source. Jalen Waddle is going to be touching the football a lot. I mean, they signed so many running backs this year. Off the top oh, of my yeah. head, they got Mostert. They got – They got Sony Michelle. They got Sony Michelle. They still have Miles Gaskin. They have Chase Edmonds. They have, those are four really solid running backs just right there. Um, as of right now, Edmonds is their number one. So, we'll see 
that moving forward. But Tua, much like Kirk Cousins, has all the weapons around him. Um, he's going to be able to beat up on the Jets. I think he's going to – actually, I think Miami can win both against New England. I don't think the Patriots are putting together a super good football team for the 2022 season. I think uh, this is Buffalo's division. No one's really denying that. But I think Miami has solidified themselves in the two spot. And I think Tua also leads them to a wild card game. Um, I was about to ask if you think they made the playoffs or not. Wild card, what seed? Are we talking six or seven or even five? They're not a five seed. I, I think this is tough because the AFC is so loaded. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you got, you got, I think the Raiders won in the division. So I'm going to have to put the Chiefs in there and the Chargers. That division is loaded. So that, that seven spot, you know, you could say, I think Baltimore wins the division. So it's up for grabs between Miami, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. But I'm Tennessee. Gonna... Uh, maybe not Tennessee. Maybe. Tennessee's going to win. I think oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Second. My bad. I think Miami gets the seven seed. Wow. Right. Two That's a together big as well. We're on to number 14? Yes. Okay. My number 14 is a guy that Cole really did not like at the start of last season, but he has placed him a lot higher. I don't don't know if you've said his name yet. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but you know who I'm talking about. I know who I'm talking about. Jalen Hurts, the Philadelphia Eagles. I he's got a lot, a lot, a lot of upside. And now that he has Devontae Smith, he had him last year, but now he has AJ Brown. That is going to be a very sneaky, high powered offense. I really like Jalen Hurts. He's a pretty solid QB when it comes to just being a pocket passer. But him, the fact that he is a dual threat is really going to be really annoying for some defenses. I didn't realize how big he is. He's like 6'3". He's a oh, big yeah. dude. And, oh, yeah. yeah, he can throw on the run. He is a good pocket passer. And you mentioned Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown, their wide receiver room. I actually think with the addition of A.J. Brown, that's almost going to help Devonta Smith a little more. That's oh, gonna, yeah. He's, he's not the wide receiver one anymore. So he's not being guarded by the team's best cornerback. He's going to get some pressure taken off of him. And I think we could see him put together a 1,200-yard a campaign. He has that capability. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, fantasy owners, Devontae Smith is a very, very good sleeper this year. Yeah, because you're getting him with that late-round value. I like him yeah. a lot. And then what, Dynasty, then he's even higher. You really got to pick Are you a Dynasty leaguer? No, but I'm considering joining pretty it like sounds, this year. It sounds interesting. It does sound interesting. Maybe me and you could start one up. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do no, it. We'll already start another fantasy league, too. Got it. Get like right. Joe and get Joe and Zach and stuff, you know. Yeah, of course. My number thirteen spot. We're sticking around in the NFC East with Dylan. He had Dylan Hurts. Dak I'm Prescott. Gonna go Dak over Prescott. The Cowboys. Dak Prescott. Woo! I'm a genius. Um, he's he's an okay quarterback. You know, number thirteen spot. You know, it's nothing to to sneeze at. He's a very good quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't have the best coach around him. I think we were talking about that yesterday, Mike McCarthy. Um, but. He lost some weapons, so this is going to be the the kind of the prove it year. You know, some people said he already proved it with twenty twenty those first few weeks, but I think people jumped the gun. It seemed like everyone was hating on Dak Prescott. He put together a a few good weeks at the start of twenty twenty, then he got hurt, and then it feels like everyone loves him now. It was kind of weird, but you know, he lost Amari Cooper to Cleveland. He lost Cedric Wilson to Miami. Um, it's it's gonna Michael Gallup towards ACL. It's gonna be the CD Lamb show. I like Dalton Schultz a lot talking fantasy. I think he's gonna be a great guy. But I saw he was having contract disputes yesterday. He wants to have an extension, and he feels that Dallas isn't giving him the money he deserves. So maybe Dalton Schultz does like a holdout situation. So it's gonna be the CD Lamb show for sure. I think Ezekiel Elliott is crazy slept on. Tony Pollard's very good. Uh, but you know Dak Prescott, he's gonna have to rely on his arm talent a lot more than he has in years past. So may, I think he's gonna. See, we're going to see a big jump in his rating if we're doing this in 2023 again. I think he either drops down and he crumbles under the pressure or he rises above and you know still makes it happen with the limited weapons and he can jump into the top 10. But Dak Prescott is going to be a big prove it year for him. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. And you completely summed up Dak Prescott. I have him at one spot above you at number 12. So I'm not even going to talk about Dak Prescott because you just summed it up perfectly. My number 13 is very briefly mentioned before Kyler Murray. Cole's pick at what was it? 15, 14. Uh, wait for Kyler. Yeah, he was at 16, 16. Okay. 
But yeah, you know, Kyler Murray is an interesting topic because especially over the offseason, there's been a lot of drama surrounding him. He wants an extension. Arizona doesn't seem too committed to getting him that extension. And honestly, I said this in an episode of 10 Line Football not too long ago. It just seems like he's being a baby. Like, he thinks, oh, he's going to be so super good. If he continued to put up MVP numbers like he did weeks one through seven last year, then I would say, yes, give him the extension. But you still don't really know. He did have one. This is his one really, really, really good year. If he can produce like that this next coming year, then, you know, sure, I'll talk about extensions with with you but right now no i don't understand it coming in at my number 12 spot super bowl champion defending super bowl champion matt safford of the rams uh we saw him with a crazy good connection historic connection him and cooper cup last season uh he had robert woods who got injured he had odell beckham who also is injured and is not back with the team. They brought in Allen Robinson. He's definitely still going to have some talent around him. Cam Akers is on his way back. I think we could see him. You know, I said the Saints were going to make the Super Bowl. Kind of going bold there. But, you know, the safe pick would just saying the Rams repeat. Um, and I think they have a very good chance. I think we see them make the NFC Championship. Um, I think that's almost a guarantee with the type of talent that they have. Sean McVay, top five head coach in the NFL. I love him. Uh, Matt Stafford, you know, much like Kirk Cousins and, and Tua is set up with all the weapons, but he, uh, unlike those other guys, he has actually proven himself to play well with those weapons. And I think he continues ex- his success in the 2023 or 2022 and beyond. So in your opinion, you have the NFC championship as the Rams and the Saints. Repeat of 2018. 19, I think. 19. Not only that, you have the Saints winning. I do. Yeah, I uh, I still don't understand it. I slept I slept it out overnight, and I still – the more I think about it, the less I get it. But um, <laughs> number 12 for me, we were just talking about, is Dak Prescott, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And like I said, Cole completely summed it up down to a T for me. So, Cole, take it away with number 11. Number 11 spot, a guy that has won over the NFL community's hearts uh, I don't know if he's won over my heart yet. Maybe like halfway. He's ben not Nucci? a top 10 quarterback, but he is a very good quarterback. Number 11, that is Joe Burrow. Yes, um, we have the same. We have the same. Let's go. That's number two for us. We had, who we shared? We, had, we shared Mac Jones at 19. Now yeah, we Mac have Jones Burrow. at 19 and Joe 11. Burrow at 11. Um, Joe Shicey, as they like to call him. He's a very oh, good yeah. quarterback. Um, you know, has some great weapons around him. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Joe Mixon, he had C.J. Uzoma, but he's gone. You know, Gronk talked about maybe wanting to re, uh, sign with Cincinnati. I think that'd be kind of a cool connection to see. Um, but, you know, Cincinnati is one of the most pass-heavy offenses in the league. We see Joe Burrow, you know, it's not going to be unlikely that he throws for 500 yards a few times this uh, upcoming season. Uh, he's just got all the arm talent in the world. I think a lot of people overrate him just because of – it's kind of the stuff he does off the field with his uh his pregame outfits, stuff like that. He's a very good quarterback, though. I don't think he's better than Justin Herbert. I have Justin Herbert very high on my list. Um, I do as well, yeah. Because I just think he's a little bit better, and he makes he gets it the job done with less weapons. Uh, I love Joe Burrow, don't get me wrong, but I just don't think – you know, he's played his, – his rookie season wasn't too good. I know he did get hurt. So he's played really one full season. It was great. But you can't put a guy top 10 after one good season. Yeah, for sure. And what's really interesting to me about Joe Burrow is he, before he tore his ACL, he still absolutely sucked as the Bengals quarterback. And I'm not putting all the blame on Burrow. His offensive line was terrible. But I do want to point something out. After that year of him tearing his ACL, the Bengals obviously drafted Jamar Chase in the first round. They barely, barely paid attention to offensive linemen. And I checked out their PFF grades, and the, according to their PFF grades, they're all in, like, the 50s, which PFF says as they could, they're not starters. They could be backups or even journeymen in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really approach the offensive line. So there isn't that much changed on the Bengals' offense. Besides, you know, Jamar Chase. Once you throw in Jamar Chase, then they go all the way to the Super Bowl and very lose in a very close game. So how much of it is Joe Burrow? 
And how much of it is Jamar Chase? I agree. Jamar Chase is an all-pro talent. He's great. This year, they went after Lyle Collins, but they didn't get anyone in the draft, which I thought was interesting. Uh, they took uh, – I think they took a safety with their first-round pick in 2020. So. Yeah, 2022. That's great. Yeah, they took Daxton Hill or something, didn't they? Yes, out of – couldn't tell you. But, yeah, so they went after one offensive tackle. I would have liked to see them reshape the whole offensive line but we'll see how Burrow performs in 2022. We're going to the top 10 now. This yes, is a guy sir. neither of us have said Derek Carr out of, where did he go to, Fresno State? Yeah, Fresno State. Fresno State quarterback Derek Carr uh, said he wants to be a Raider for life. I can respect a guy like that, you know, wants to stick with the team. I love loyalty, and that is exactly what Derek Carr has. Um, you know, he had one good season like 2016, but he stuck around with them. And finally, things are looking good for them. They are going to be making the Super Bowl this year, like I said last episode. And I think it's pretty much a guarantee at this point. Um, I love, you know, the Raiders as a whole. They went after Chandler Jones. So they had him and Crosby, you know, with the pass rush. They have great weapons with Waller, Renfro, Jacobs, and Devontae Adams. Um, Derek Carr is going to throw for 5,000 yards this year. And 43 touchdowns. 43. 43. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. That sounds like a Bud Stradamus pick right there. 43 sounds pretty much accurate for Derek Carr. Yes. So, in my edition of the top 10, at number 10, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Matthew Stafford, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. And you summed up Matthew Stafford down to a T. So, I'm just going to ask you personally, if Matthew Stafford retired right now, is he a Hall of Famer? This is tough. You know, if before he won the Super Bowl, I think I would have said for sure no. Honestly, right now, I think I'm still going to say no. How how come? Because he's this is his first productive year in terms of making a good run. He never won a playoff game for Detroit. But he was uh, on the Detroit team. I, yeah, so, you know, maybe the Hall of Fame voters, they give him some sympathy there. I think... I think if he, he's on the trajectory to make it. If he were to retire today, no shot. He doesn't get in. If he plays, he's what? He's 32, 33 years old. If he plays another three, four seasons and plays at an elite level, uh, not even elite, if he plays at a good level, I think he gets in. I completely agree with you there. I was just testing you a little bit. You're number nine, my friend. Number nine. Finally. Uh, we're got, we've gotten to this guy. You had him at, I believe, somewhere around 13, 14. Jalen Hurts. Love me some Jalen Hurts. Um, You pretty much covered it. Very mobile. I love what he brings to the football field. Brings a lot of energy. Um, And it's kind of like the new mold of of, of football quarterback specifically. Um, Everyone's so fast, it feels like. Oh, oh, yeah. Faster. And Jalen Hurts is kind of the new wave of those mobile quarterbacks. Um, He's great. And not only is he mobile, he's like big, like a linebacker. He's like a Cam Newton guy. He's not afraid to stick a shoulder into somebody. He's not like a like Lamar Jackson. He's you know all world fast. He's he's unbelievably fast, but he's kind of frail. Seems like he can't really take a hit. Jalen Hurts can take a hit, and um, I think he he's going to continue to progress in twenty twenty three. And I think he might sneak into my top five next year. I love what wow. he brings, but right now he's number nine. Wow! Eagles are winning the division too. At number nine for me, you just mentioned him. We talked about the new wave of mobile quarterbacks. And this guy, obviously, is my ninth best QB in the NFL. But he is the number one running back in the NFL. (laughs) I have Lamar Jackson, the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. I would have placed him a lot higher if he didn't get hurt this year. I mean, he was hurt for a pretty long time. And he did get COVID. So we got to see some Tyler Huntley in there. And, you know... What really questions Lamar for me is Tyler Huntley did. I don't want to say he was really good, but he did pretty well. He held his own. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's Lamar is just a product of John Harbaugh. Maybe, maybe, maybe hear me out. I, I can see it a little bit, but I don't know. Just Lamar is an interesting guy because one year he'll be like his MVP season and just absolutely pop off. And then the next year, you know, he just won't do as well. So at the moment, I have Lamar Jackson at number nine. He could go a lot higher. He could go a lot lower. You mentioned running backs. And I think 
honestly, I was thinking about it. If if the people like this, I've been having a fun time. Maybe we do top thirty-two running backs. Could be the I'm next down. Year. I'm down to do that. Coming in at my number eight spot, a guy who did not play any football games last year, Deshaun Watson. You know, I would have him maybe top five if he did play, but I think you know him holding out, not playing, is brings him down a few spots because just because I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, he's going to be in a run-first offense under Kevin Stefanski. It's going to be the Nick Chubb show and the Kareem Hunt show. He is Amari Cooper. So, yeah, if they didn't make the move for Cooper, I would have said he would, he'd be screwed. They wouldn't be the make, win in the division because they lost Donovan Peoples-Jones. They lost Landry. They lost Odell in the middle of last season. Who else do they have? Or no, I don't know. Um, don't they still have – no. Who's their tight end? They've got David and Joku, of course. Joku. They just got – I'm sorry. They have. They still have Peoples Jones. They lost uh, Higgins, Rashard Higgins. Right, right. Oh, they, they signed. They still have Austin Grant, Peter? dude. They signed Jakeem Grant. I mean, talk about a weapon. Oh yeah. And they drafted David Bell out of Purdue. Not too many weapons for Deshaun Watson, but I think, unlike Kirk Cousins, he's gonna get the job done. Yeah, for sure, for sure. My number eight is a guy we were talking about yesterday. He's. Pretty cringy guy, but we want to see him in the match. I've got Russell Wilson, the new Denver Bronco. I think he's going to do really well under this new Broncos offense. It's going to be interesting to see if DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are just products of Russell or if they're good receivers themselves because Russell is going to take Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy to a whole new level. Obviously, it's disappointing that they don't have Noah Fant, but, you know, that he got he was given away for Russell, so we'll take it. The Broncos have a sneakily good offensive line. They have a good running back room, so, and like I said, the wide receiver core they have Sutton and Judy. There's a lot of potential there. The sky is the limit for this team. And in a loaded AFC West, I don't think they do so hot. I think they might be last in my projections, but they still have a winning record. I like the Broncos here. Well, you were talking before you had Vegas at second, so. You're going to put the Chargers or Chiefs at last? Uh, no, I have – I've got the Chiefs in first, and then the Chargers and the Raiders are going to have the same record. But I think – I don't know. I've, there was some sort of weird tiebreaker. Maybe the Raiders have second. Maybe the Chargers have second. But they're, they're going to have the same record. And then the Broncos are going to be maybe two losses more than the Raiders and Chargers. In any other division, Denver would be I – don't, I don't want to say first in the division, but they'd be a wild card team for sure. Oh yeah, uh, which sure. you know, with the expanded playoffs, we could potentially see all four AFC West teams make it to the playoffs. Yeah, uh, it's very unlikely though. I think the, those teams are going to beat up on each other, and I don't think everyone gets in. I only think three of the four teams get in. I think Denver misses out. Uh, and you know, good timing. I have Russell Wilson at my number seven spot. Uh, you were talking about Sutton and Judy. I think it's going to be more Jerry Judy because he reminds me of Tyler Lockett. And yeah. Sutton is kind of like the DK Metcalf. And uh, Russell Wilson preferred Tyler Lockett much more, as we saw in you know years past. I think Jerry Judy's going to, much like Devonta Smith, going to have a killer year. I think Jerry Judy could maybe be a sneaky pro ball pick. Talk about fantasy value. Ooh. He's going to be up there. Uh, they brought back Melvin Gordon, which I didn't like because I thought Javante Williams was going to have a very solid season. Now I don't know. I still think he's going to have a good year. Don't get me wrong. But Melvin Gordon looming in the back of my mind might scare me off Javante. I don't know. But Russell Wilson's going to have a very solid season. He's going to be my number seven quarterback. Did you see Denver already let Russ cook in Mile High Stadium? What happened? Was he grilling? Uh, no, they, um, the stadium caught on fire. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it got memed for a while. Number seven, I have someone that you just mentioned not too long ago, Derek Carr, the quarterback for the Las Vegas. Ooh, you're pretty high. Oh, yeah, I do. I think he's going to break out. Well, I guess not break out. He's going to have another one of those 2015, 2016 years that he did really well. He was a little bit in the MVP conversation that year. But, I mean, he had Hunter Renfro, who did really well last year. He still has Darren Waller. He still has Josh Jacobs. And he just got the best wide receiver in the game. A guy that he is close friends with, college buddies with, good old Devontae Adams. So that's going to be a really high-powered offense. And, yeah, I think Derek Carr is going to be really, really good this year. I agree. Number six spot, guy that you've said already, a guy that I like a lot. Had him on the fantasy team a few years back, Lamar Jackson. Um, You know, his ability to get the – 
to get the job done with very limited wide receiver talent is awesome to see. He has a great tight end in Mark Andrews. I would say number three in the NFL. I think he's better than George Kittle, to be honest. Wow. Okay. He, he had a very good 2021 season. Uh, and, you know, half that year he didn't even have Lamar. At receiver, they have Rashad Bateman. They lost Hollywood Brown. A lot of people thought they were going to get Landry. You know, they still have some free agent wide receivers out there. There's still Julio Jones. They still have Odell Beckham. And Will Fuller is kind of sneaky good. He's still out there. They have, uh, what's the, Miles Boykin. He went to Providence High School. He's like their wide receiver too. They have Devin DuVernay, who's like a punt returner. He might be their wide receiver too. Very, very limited wide receiver talent. Uh, it's going to be the Mark Andrews show. It's going to be the J.K. Dobbins show. Uh, Lamar's going to get it down, uh, get the job done on the ground. Um, I think he leads them to an AFC North title. That division is loaded, much like the AFC West. But I think Baltimore prevails, led by Lamar and Harbaugh. Nicely done. We have to give the Ravens a little bit of an excuse. Their yes. team was so, so battered. I mean, before the season began, their entire running back room was shot. So, yeah. Number six, I have Justin Herbert, the quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. I really, really like this guy. Just a young kid. He can be mobile. He's got a rocket for an arm, and his wide receiver core consists of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and even guys like Austin Eckler and stuff. He still has Eckler. They built his offensive line these last few years, and that offense, it was really high-powered last year until they shot themselves in the foot against the Raiders, but that was a really, really, I don't know. There's just there's a lot of promise in that Chargers offense, and I think it's going to be very high-powered. Okay, so we're getting into the top five. I'm looking at my list. We share four of the top five. That's, oh, yeah. That is Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. And then yeah. I have Herbert somewhere in there. You have Deshaun Watson? I do. Okay. Getting into my number five spot, a guy that – all right, I'm going to make you mad. Should have won MVP last season, Mr. Tom Brady. Faked his retirement, came on back uh, – Tom Brady is a very successful NFL quarterback. I, th- I think everyone knows that. Doing it at age, what is he, 44 now? And he's still a 99 overall in Madden. I mean, and, you know, it's not like he's handing the ball off every play. It's not like, you know, he's relying on the run game. I mean, it is past city. I feel like he's passing the ball every 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 play. Uh, he's got Chris Godwin, who tore his ACL last year. I kind of forgot about that. He's got Mr. Consistent Mike Evans, maybe Grant come back. Leonard Fournette seemed like his favorite target in the past game, honestly. Uh, yeah, because he dinks and dunks his way around the field. Yeah, he's going to pass for 4,500 yards, possibly 50 touchdowns. I saw a cool stat. I'm sure you've seen it. If he passes for 39 touchdowns next season, which is very, very possible, I think almost a guarantee, barring oh, yeah. any injury, he will become the Buccaneers' all-time passing touchdown leader And what, year three with the oh, team? Yeah. It's crazy yeah. how much he throws the football. He's my number five quarterback, even in, what, year 23, year 24. He's still getting the job done. I love Tom Brady. Yeah, you got to love some Tom Brady here and there. Um, number five, I have the new quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, um, Bill Cotton. No, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson. Excuse me. <clears throat> Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Cosby. Um, you know, this is, this is granted if Deshaun – starts he doesn't get suspended I'm sure he's going to be suspended some games I mean news just came out the other day that like his 24th allegation is now resurfacing I mean I I don't know there's just it's really really disappointing that it's even alleged I don't know if any of this is true but I mean if this is true this is really really disappointing on Deshaun Watson's part and um I don't know I (laughs) I don't know if you saw the reports of like what the allegations said, no. but yeah, you, it, you, maybe you don't want to see that. It's <laughs> yeah. There's, there's some interesting content in there, but he clearly has done some horrible, horrible things to some of these women, at least allegedly. I, like I said, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's not, but talking about his football skills. Yes. His football. Um, super, super talented on Houston. He took a team of nobodies in Houston to the playoffs. Um, obviously he's just has a lot of, lot of talent and, um, yeah, he's really good on the football field. He's not so good off of it though. 
All right, my number four spot is a lot of is a guy that a lot of people have number two, maybe number one. I got him at number four, Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. I would say he's honestly he's a member of my second favorite team, the Buffalo Bills. I loved him as a rookie, but you know I've seen this trend almost. I think this is the third, really the third guy that I've seen it with. I love guys when they're in their rookie season because I see the potential that they have, and then they become really good, and then everyone likes them, and then it's kind of not fun anymore to like them. The first guy I saw that was was Giannis Antetokounmpo. I loved him <laughs> before he even made an All Star game, and you know I I had his jersey. I I don't don't get me wrong. I still support him uh, often when he's not playing the Bulls. I support him every time. Other than that, um, but you know he's won two MVPs. He won a Defensive Player of the Year. Everyone likes him now, so I don't know if I like him as much because it's not fun anymore. Uh, same thing with Josh Allen, and then also Lamar Jackson. I liked in his rookie season when he took over for Joe Flacco. Um, Josh Allen is one of those guys. He's a great football player. Uh, you know, can't really get it done in the playoffs. Can't make a deep run. I mean, unfortunately, he runs into Patrick Mahomes and the Kids City Chiefs every season. Uh, he's got the arm talent. He's got the ability to get it down, uh, to get it done on the ground. And uh, he's a very good football player. Maybe you know some people have him making the Super Bowl run this year. I just can't see it with the AFC getting so much more talented. I, he, he, you know, I think he, he's a good regular season quarterback. The Buffalo Bills will be the number one seed in the AFC, but I think in the playoffs, uh, he's not going to get the job done unless he's in Buffalo. That Buffalo crowd is kind of nasty. We saw them uh, when New England came to town; they smoked them in last year's wild card game. If if a good team is coming into Buffalo, then maybe watch out. If he got if he has to go on the road, I think he's done for. For sure, for sure. Uh, number four for me is um, old man Tom, Tom Brady. And this is just because, simply because of the fact that, you know, we're talking about best QBs in the league. We're not talking about the most competent or the most, like, the greatest. And in those cases, Brady would smoke them all. But Tom Brady, you know, he, what, how old is he now? 44, 43? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, and he's still producing very, very good numbers. He's still a top five quarterback, in my opinion. And um, although he does, you know, he dinks and dunks his way around. That's what's made himself good. But, you know, I got to give him credit because clearly it's been working for him. Seven Super Bowls, um, MVPs or something, you know. So I'll give it that to him. I, I do have a little bit of Packer bias. Of course, he knocked us out in the 2021 NFC Championship. I still... I still hate him for that, but, you know, I have to admit, he is still a very, very good quarterback. So I've got Tom Brady number four. Do you think 2022 is his last season? Uh, I think 2023 is. And he's going to be with Tampa for both of those? I think so. Interesting. All right, top three. This is a guy that you said a few spots ago. I think he is a top three quarterback in the NFL. Justin Herbert. Herbert. The arm yeah. talent on this kid is crazy. Specifically, I, I'm thinking of the throw in my mind right now. He scrambled out to his right and just chucked like a 50-yard missile to the touchdown. It might have been to Jalen Guyton. I mean, the, the, this guy makes throws that nobody's ever seen. I would say he has better arm talent than my top two guys, Rodgers and Mahomes. I think he has the best arm in the NFL. He can get it done from any any arm slot. And that's no knock on those other two guys. Those guys are also have you know, great arms. That's why they're in the top three. But Justin Herbert specifically, just strictly looking at arm talent, it's Justin Herbert. Um, You know, the knock on him is that he hasn't made the playoffs yet, but he's in year two. Calm down. Uh, He put together, honestly, the best rookie quarterback campaign we've ever seen. One offensive rookie of the year over Justin Jefferson, who put together a great season uh, in 2020. He's just, he's a very good quarterback and he's only going to continue to get better. He could possibly take the number one spot in 2023 if he continues to make progressions. I like the Chargers. I like Justin Herbert. He's my number three quarterback. Nice, nice. At number three for me, I have Josh Allen. You mentioned him before, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. I think that Josh Allen, the only thing that stopped him last year was a coin toss. I know a lot of people have said that, but I'm sorry. I'm a believer in that. I think that. <laughs> Him, <laughs> I think that he is just a little bit better than Justin Herbert because he's a little bit more mobile, but they both have rocket arms. They both can make every throw on the field, and they both are very, very, very good. But jo- And Josh Allen has still has guys like Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, maybe not Emmanuel. Um, Dawson he's got Jamison Crowder now. Pardon? He's got uh, Jamison Crowder. 
this Ooh. year. Uh, okay, that's a little spicy. Beasley um, requested a trade, and Sanders is gone. I don't know who Sanders signed with. Let me go look. I don't up. know. Um, yeah, you're right, but I don't know. I still, I really, really like this kid, and he's got a really good future ahead of him. Sanders is a free agent. Interesting. Oh, okay. Top two. Uh, I'm going to be very upset if you do not have this guy number two. Aaron Rodgers is my number two quarterback in the NFL. Oh, no. Cole, everything was going to fall into place. We would have the same top two and everything. Dang. Oh, my God. You have him at – that is so biased. There's no way he's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. I think right now he is. I think next year he won't be. But right now he totally is. When Patrick Mahomes is 38 years old, 39 – He's gonna be. He's still gonna be better than Aaron Rodgers is now. Uh, what? Yes, Aaron Rodgers gets lucky. Speaking of a guy who dinks and dunks, I mean, it's literally just slant route city of field. I mean, honestly, <laughs> what? It's like Are you Lef- kidding me? It's Lafleur's offense, to be quite honest. It seems like he has guys open every single time. All he has to do is just flick his wrist a little bit. It seems like it's just a simple wrist flip, wrist flip, wrist wrist flick, and guys are open. He's just that good. He's just that good, man. The offense is good. You know, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, but that's because, you know, maybe he takes some sacks that he shouldn't. And, uh, you know, notoriously cannot get it done in the playoffs. He had one good run um, where he got lucky that Jay Cutler got injured. What if, do you mean he got lucky that if, Jay Cutler got injured? If Jay Cutler stayed oh, healthy. Jay oh, Cutler. no, it's Jay Cutler. What am I going to do? Jake Cutler, Jake Cutler would have taken down Big Ben uh-huh. in that Super Bowl, and the Bears okay. would have been the 2011 Super Bowl champions. 2010. 2010. Rodgers, very overrated. Uh, okay, you overrate him. I'm perfectly rating him at the number two spot. Okay. Uh, as my number two, as you guys have heard, is Patrick Mahomes. Brutal. For the Kansas City Chiefs. Kermit the Frog himself, the ketchup lover himself, all that good stuff. And I will explain in a moment why I love Aaron Rodgers more. And it's not just because I'm a Packer fan. Shut up, Cole. Shut up, Cole. But, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just like Aaron Rodgers. He lost you're, his number you're one. You're spitballing. You can't think of a good you just You just defend. You don't know what you're talking about. You just try. What do you to, mean? I don't know what I'm talking about. You're spitballing. About. You don't. You don't even believe what you're saying right now, bro. This is from the guy that said the Raiders and the Saints are going to be in the Super Bowl. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and the Bulls and the Timberwolves, because I'm sure that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you talking about, my man? Patrick Mahomes is a very, very good quarterback, but you know, the only thing I'm going to say right now is, did he win MVP last year? No. Did he win the MVP before that? The yes. Uh, no, he didn't. Rodgers did. Patrick right, Mahomes. Take away with Patrick Mahomes as number one for Cole Pearson. I mean, you could use the accolades ar- argument to put Rodgers over Mahomes, which all time you should use accolades. But we're talking 2022. It's okay. Mahomes all right, let's still talk 2022. Let's do it. I'll let, you, I'll let you talk, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. Better arm. Can throw better on the run. More mobile. Okay. Doesn't choke in the playoffs. Uh, yes, he does. Who did he choke to? Oh, Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's just a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers at everything. At everything. Yes, at everything. Okay. Okay. How about winning MVPs? Okay. If you give Rodgers eight or Mahomes eighteen seasons, I'm sure he's going to win a few more. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. But you know what? I'll take it from here, Cole. You can bounce. Number one, the best quarterback in the NFL is none other than Aaron Charles Rodgers, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. This guy, I'm just going to give you one thing, Cole. One thing, one thing. Before a certain event, I'm sorry, after a certain event in Green Bay, Rodgers threw for 20 touchdowns and zero interceptions to close out the season. You know what that event was? What was that event? He broke his toe. Oh, my God, dude. A toe? Yeah, a toe. He's the best quarterback of all time. A broken toe when he overcame that? I mean, dude. Yeah. That's that's honestly better than Alex Smith or Joe Burrow or Dak Prescott. The toe. 
He overcame that. He did overcome that. He did. And Patrick Mahomes, when he's hurt, he doesn't play. That's all I'm saying. When Rodgers is hurt, he puts that team on the line, and he still will throw three touchdowns and no interceptions. And you're going to say, how is he going to do without Devontae Adams? I know you're going to say that. But you know what? Under Matt LaFleur, Green Bay is 7-0 and without Devontae Adams. Most recently in Arizona, where Rasul Douglas had that game-winning interception. And, you know, that was a close one. I'll give you that. That I'll was get... an impressive game from Rodgers. I'll admit that. I, lo- yeah. I like Aaron Rodgers off the football field. I think he's a funny dude. Uh, on the football field, though, I think he's great. He's just not number one. Wow. There is a significant gap between him and Patrick Mahomes. And, of course, right now, if we're talking about quarterbacks, there is a reason why Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs and Mahomes didn't. Because he Rod- takes he, he He's a stat pattern. He's a Russell Westbrook. He takes sacks because he doesn't like throwing interceptions. Yeah, but you what's know, better? A sack or, no, interceptions no, 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 are good. What's better, a sack or an interception? situational you never know <laughs> what do you mean it's situational it's very obviously a sack i guess you know, you know i'm right in you the see- in the words in the words of dylan bud from yesterday episodes yesterday's episode we're just gonna have to agree to disagree okay okay yeah i'll give you that hey this was a very fun series two two-parter for uh, sure ranking all the qbs you know if this if this goes over well we'll do running backs possibly receivers I had a great time. Thank you for joining me today, Dylan. Go no enjoy. worries, man. Just, Go just remember that Rodgers is the GOAT. No, absolutely not. Go enjoy Top Gun uh, tonight. And Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have you seen it? I have not. Uh, my parents are really excited to go see it, though. Have you seen the first one? I have not. Okay. You, you got to do that tonight, all right? And you have to go watch Patrick Mahomes highlights. Okay. Well, all no. Right, I'm folks. too busy watching Maverick. <laughs> it's. It's Gold Pearson and Dylan Bud. Have a fantastic. Well, I guess it's one p.m. But when this comes out, it'll be nighttime. Have a fantastic evening and peace out.